Thais Gibson, and I'm the co-owner and creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about a dismissive avoidant treating you better when you're emotionally distant and treating you worse when you aren't. So this is based on a question I have from inside of the Personal Development School, one of our members. Now, this individual in the school posts, a DA I used to be with would always treat me well and be nicer when I was more emotionally detached, but then irritable when I was more emotionally attuned. Is this because they feel smothered or scared when someone's, it's when someone is emotionally available with them or is there more to it? So here is how this tends to work. So first and foremost, think of somebody as a dismissive avoidant as being somebody who actually fears closeness, okay? Why? Because their early subconscious associations are actually programmed with the ideas or concepts that say emotional closeness is bad, right? Why? Because growing up, when you go through emotional neglect as a child and you are wired for emotional closeness, but then you keep feeling like it's being rejected, then your subconsciously stored emotional associations in reference to closeness is that closeness hurts. I reach for closeness, it gets rejected. I want closeness and care, I'm unsafe in that scenario. I want to be loved by my caregiver or parents and they're not really there for me. So all of the one and closeness for a dismissive avoidant are met with not so great outcomes. So in this person's adult life, what they've basically rewired their internal programming or reality to adapt to is hyper-independence. I'm going to be really independent. I'm going to rely on myself. I'm not going to feel my own emotions. I'm not going to share my emotions with other people. I'm not going to be vulnerable and open up. And that's actually what keeps me safe and protected. And that's what makes me feel good. So sometimes what can happen is when somebody's really attuned to a dismissive avoidant, especially post dating and, and honeymoon phase, especially as you start to enter into the power struggle phase and that neurochemical cocktail of like phenylethylalamine and oxytocin and dopamine has started to subside. Then you get somebody who's really feeling their fears and emotional attunement, somebody being really emotionally available and checking in with you and noticing shifts in your emotions and patterns is threatening. It means it literally communicates. I'm here. I'm looking at you. I'm watching. It's all the things that they needed way back when didn't get and gave up on essentially. And now they don't want to give that hope. They don't want to open up and go, oh yeah, this is a hopeful thing, or it might be better this time. No, the subconscious mind goes, do you remember the last time you were vulnerable? It didn't feel good. And so they work to avoid feeling that way again. And this is a big reason why we see this. And when you are emotionally distant, it's you being emotionally distant according to your programming and what you're used to and what your sort of set point of emotional availability and vulnerability is. And what's actually funny and quite interesting is often you being more emotionally unavailable or distant is probably actually a better match to what the dismissive avoidant is investing. So they're putting in a certain amount that makes them feel safe. And when you're suddenly responding in a way that's similar, then they feel like, oh, we're on the same page. Oh, this is safe. This isn't, you know, nobody's getting too close. It feels better. And then they feel safer interacting as a normal version of themselves. So is this the answer? Is this what we want to do in this situation? And the answer is no, because then we end up in a relationship where we're closed off. And it's almost like that idea where we start, we try to solve a problem at the same level of thinking that creates it. 
And, you know, it's sort of like one person's in pain. And so the other person closes down and they operate from a painful place too. And yeah, then the relationship might seemingly be more easy, but it's not better. It's not a better quality of a relationship. And so what's really required in here is for both parties to communicate about their needs and make compromises and open up and work to practice vulnerability and boundaries and, and have like deeper discussions so that the dismissal one can open and the other person can get their needs met. Um, and also so that the other, the person who's waiting for the dismissive avoidant to open isn't pressuring either and can take that, the DA and their wounds into consideration while having the standards expected so that there can be more vulnerability and emotional closeness. So this requires some healing, some deep discussion, some vulnerability from both parties, communication of needs, boundaries set, standards set, um, and both parties to really put in the work here to resolve this, this issue. So this is an excellent question. Hopefully this was um, super helpful for you. Thank you guys for watching, for being here. Please like, share, and subscribe if you're getting a lot of value out of this video or out of this channel, not the video, but the video too. Um, and I will see you in the next one.